The following episode of Fofop is classified MA. It contains some coarse language, some nudity, drug references, a sex scene, time travel, terrible Batman impersonations, a Charlie Clausen pronounced Clausen shaped hole, and mild coarse language. Fofop advises that the program is not suitable for persons under the age of 15, and minors must be accompanied by an adult guardian or priest. This is John Deke speaking. There hasn't been any great advances in prison rape or space travel. The father of Bach and the Holy Toast. Hello and welcome to Fofop. I'm Will Anderson and uh, guest Charlie number one, Dave Anthony, has rejoined me. Hello. We didn't really go away. This is the same recording.、Uh, it's nice、We、to see you again. Don't need to fool people. <laughs> I put them out in different orders. I just put them out when yeah, they go out. Yeah, this one could come out in September. Nobody、right. knows. Whatever. Listen to them in your own order. Yeah. I wonder if people think I'm doing too many episodes now. I'm doing、oh, two a week now. I don't think、now. so. I don't think so. I think people would rather have more than less. I mean, some people do complain. They're like, "You're doing too many." I'm like, "Well, just listen to them in your own time." Yeah, you don't have to. It's not compulsory. Yeah, it's not like you have to keep up. These are really a lot of them are topical. Yeah, apart from the movie references, that's normally how you can date. This is where how, I am. This is how I handle it. I I pick up my phone in the morning. I see it. Go fuck a new fucking tofop. I got to do this today. That's that's how most people are listening. It's a new venue. We're at the London Hotel. Yeah, it's which is very, a very beautiful hotel. Very Londony. I'm only here for a couple of days. There's a British bulldog down the front in the foyer.、Uh, the doorman wear top hats. Yes, like And, we're in London.、Um, They have Gordon Ramsay's The London Restaurant downstairs.、Um, I, I bought you lunch on the roof by the swimming pool. And there's going to be riots. And、uh, my Caesar salad came in a martini shaker. It did. She shook it. It did. Like it was a cocktail. I thought that was actually pretty cool. It was cool. But it was too cool for us. Yeah, it was pretty. I was in my、cool、tracksuit pants. Yeah, <laughs> I'm wearing jeans. You can't shake a. You can't shake a Caesar, Caesar salad, salad martini onto、yeah. my fucking plate. No, and, but when I first saw it, I was like, I was impressed. That's awesome. I was like, this is delicious. This is how Caesar himself would have wanted it. Yeah, Gordon Ramsay's not screaming at anybody here. It's also、right. his restaurant. Yeah, he's fucking nailed this shit. Right. He knows what he's doing. They had a breakfast buffet this morning that comes with the price of the room, so I fucking should. Uh, but I, yeah,、uh, that's nice, right? I don't normally go to a breakfast buffet. Yeah, because I'm usually, normally a person who likes to choose my own breakfast. Yeah, I also don't like to order. Well, you can order it to be there at a certain time in the morning、yeah. before you go to sleep. I don't like to do that because、like、I don't know what I'm going to wake up and want. Right. Yeah, I want to feel it. I want to be、yeah. in the moment. Can、yeah. I be in the moment? Yep. I want. Maybe、Stop、I want to go walking me into stuff the night before. Maybe I want to go lay down on a pizza. Right. Who knows? And who knows until I see my choices. I want to see everything. I also might wake up horribly、uh, in horrible shape from the night before,、right. and then I don't want oatmeal. You might have some fruit. No, I. Oh, you mean in terrible shape. shape? You might have something deep fried. Yes. Right. Yes. I did have a lot of butter this morning because I had some fancy butter, and I was like, "Well,、wow, what, what, what goes with butter?" <laughs> okay. I was going to say, did you put it on something, or did you just like butter lick was, it? Butter was my starting ingredient, and then I chose everything else that I chose based on how well it would go with butter. There's nothing wrong with that. No, I didn't think so. I'm I'm so pro butter. Oh my god! Like I, we went out one night when I was in London at, with this mate of mine who、um, is obviously a man about town. He's this fucking beautiful lad, and he's like,、uh, he's a, he's he's gay.、Uh-huh. He like 
is one of those guys. He's like a middle-aged businessman. He's a theatre promoter, uh-huh. but he doesn't really like you know. I mean, when he says he doesn't look gay, he's not like you would. You, you, if you saw him, you wouldn't go gay, man. Right, right. I mean, also that, that would be super awkward. Be terrible, that would be really never do weird. that. But I do walk down the street. In and no I just, I just yell out that. people's you genders. Can't do that. Gay man, straight guy, straight guy, straight guy, gay, straight, straight. You can't do in that. between. Don't. Halfway. No judgments. <laughs> Halfway. <laughs> you have to throw in no judgments. <laughs> no judgments. As long as you throw in no judgments, <laughs> I don't think it's an issue. Gay man, no judgment. No judgments. Yeah. Which is in itself a judgment of sorts. But Oh, boy. Um, that got really deep. He uh, loves rugby union. Ah. And I think he probably has a soft spot for a rugby union guy. Like, you know, it's that, like fucking one of the best blokes to go for a drink with like every private club in town every you know thing that looks like a wall but is actually a door yeah, yeah. and you go through a slot yeah and you have to get you know, lift up it's like the start of get smart yeah every time you go to these clubs the speakeasy we went into this place and it was it was like something out of the great gatsby yeah. like and by that i don't mean not as good as it looked yeah i mean that it was <laughs> It was delayed until next year's Oscar season. Yeah. I mean, that party's still yeah. going on. It was um, no, it was uh, it, it was in three D, much like the Great Gatsby. Oh, but good. it was also it was just one of those great places where you were like, we're in a different time. Yeah, and they're like, oh, Mr. Samson will. Oh, I probably shouldn't say his name, but anyway, oh. I, I made that it's up. Blown. That was no, that it's was blown. that was an alias. Trevor Samson. Trevor Samson. <laughs> Trevi Samson. <laughs> that's the fake name we always use. <laughs> <laughs> and also, that's Dave's password. Why he got hacked? That it other is. Time. By the way, if you want to get into my email, it's yep. uh, Trevor Samson. Trevor Samson. Uh, so anyway, uh, they brought out this bread and this butter that was like. It was in this like silver like wrapping like like fancy cheese might yeah. be and you know, like a, but it was just like a knob of butter that was oh. and it had like a seal on it and I don't mean like, like a, a seal like a, not like a, yeah. <laughs> this, this place is great <laughs> and you have to it f- was seal butter you have to fight the seal it is the off most, the butter <laughs> oh my god it was the best tasting butter of all time if they found out that like you had to milk a seal to get butter like that, I would be happy with yeah, people milking seals. Milk seals all you want. Fucking all day long. But, but I mean, the problem is catching them. They're very slimy and slippery. Yeah, we'd just breed them to. We breed them to milk. Yeah, but you breed them to milk, but they'd still be in water, and you still have to grab them to milk them. Right. I'm not, uh, no, I'm, I'm just going to like come up with some sort of suction tubey thing that they wear at all times. <laughs> Well, then they can't flip around and flop around like seals. I mean, right, fit, seals like to spin right. and jump. They're, they're and... more disciplined, my seals. <laughs> well, they sound they tortured. Swim in, they swim in straight lines. I mean, here's the thing. I am now against... We've got a lap pool. I am now against the milk down. torture seal process. You did not taste how good this butter tastes. I mean, the butter's great. I'm going to give you that. that. It was so but good. I just am against the restriction of seals. Right, but seriously, you haven't tasted the butter. <laughs> like, this is seal butter. <laughs> It's seal terrorism. No, That's well, all you know I'm what? saying. If, you know what? If terrorism produced yeah. the delicious results that this seal butter had, <laughs> I would be in favor of terrorism. It doesn't. There's no. Net all point. I know is I'm going to isolate the quote. I would be in favor of terrorism, right. and, that's, if, and that's what I'm going to use yeah, on my uh, posters. Now, now that you know what we know, the posters I'm putting out. Do you know what you know now after this discussion? Yeah. At least the American government are listening to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hi guys. Well, how many NSA guys do you think? Like, hey, we got a bunch of bombings and killings in this one. Oh, it's another fucking comedian. Yeah. Well, I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, it still gets the iTunes numbers up. Leaves a rating. Here's what's going to happen. CIA guys. And I look around when I say this. Right. Did you know that hackers can take it over your computer? What do you mean? 
They can go to your computer, they can take it over, and they can watch you through your camera. There's guys that do this all the time. Okay. And generally what they do... Why are they watching me? Well, generally what they do is they'll take compromising pictures, or they'll go into your computer and find compromising pictures, and then pop up on your screen and go, hey, take off your top, do a girl or whatever. That's generally what they do. Okay. That does seem like the... I guarantee you we find out that the NSA has been watching people, and that's when everyone's going to freak out. Right. If they've been watching you through your computer. Yeah. I mean, I'm not in favor of that, by the way. I'd of watching if... people through the computers? Well, I mean, I, I don't know. It depends who it was. I <laughs> <laughs> what if, what if Russell, what if the NSA had it so everyone could watch what Russell Crowe was doing? I'd be in favor of that. <laughs> And I feel like Russell would be. So there are, yeah, I feel you're like probably Russell right. would be fine with the idea. I mean, He's like, why wouldn't everyone want to watch me at all times? I'm how, Russell Crowe. How does McConaughey not have that happening? I'm Russell motherfucking Crowe. Yeah. Yeah. Would you pay for the Russell Crowe channel? Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. How much is it? $30 a month. 32 <laughs> Yeah, worth it. American dollars, which is like 32 Australian dollars. <laughs> at the moment, it is. I'm not enjoying that. I really need my American career to kick off. A dollar's gone back below. It's been a good three and a half years. But Sorry about that. Yeah. It's okay. I just need to earn money here now because then yeah. it'd be worth something. Yeah. And I'd be fine with that. Yeah. It's just my lousy Australian dollars that I, have been like gold. You guys had, you guys were rocking it for a while. When I went down right. there, I got murdered. Yeah. You got on, murdered? On the exchange. Oh, right. <laughs> right. I didn't actually get murdered. Right. Thank God. I'm a ghost. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do say that your career kicks off after you die. And I feel oh, like of late, you know, some things, some good things have been happening. I'm to having you. a good week. So how do you not know? Maybe that you have been dead this whole I time. I could be dead. I could yeah. totally be dead. Your life could be like the sixth sense. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. How, how about that? No, I feel pretty alive. <laughs> Death can't be this boring. I'm, I've been pretty bored for a little while. Imagine if it is. Oh, Imagine if it's that. just more years of doing podcasts. I feel like death should be like you can just turn into a rainbow whenever you want, or a seal. That I'm, should be death. Yeah. Those two things. That's it. Those are your options. Would you like to be a seal or a rainbow? Can I switch back? 24-hour notice. <laughs> There's different lines. Okay, I'll Just be a... an S line, the R line. Who wants seal or rainbow? Uh, okay, I'll be a seal. All right, here are your suction cups. Wait, what? What? <laughs> you haven't tasted this butter. You have not tasted this butter. This is the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. It's seal butter. Can I eat myself? It shines. Can I eat myself? No. No, that's disgusting. What are you? <laughs> are you an animal? Well, I guess so. Okay, here's a question for you. Yeah, I okay. think it's a very sure. valuable question. Uh, and I think sure. it's a very philosophical Good. question. If you, could make, if you could make butter from your nipples, would <laughs> you, you eat it? The uh, best butter ever. And it came out cold and creamy. <laughs> Would you eat it? Like straight out, like onto the toast. Like you can squeeze it out and just right on it, like the perfect butter. I think the more important question (laughs) would I eat anything else? (laughs) I mean, wow. Yeah, it's the best butter ever. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I would love that. Would you tell other people about it? Uh, I think like Hannibal Lecter style. I'd <laughs> have a dinner. Hey, do you like that? Yeah, I'd like have a dinner. I'd have the butter out. 
People are eating the butter. They're saying it's the best butter ever. What's in this butter? And you don't say anything, And I don't right? say anything. And then they come back another time because they love the butter. Yeah. And then eventually, maybe... You open your restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like me, but like who's? Like it's the same thing, but my breast is full of butter. <laughs> yeah, I would love to produce something out of my body that was delicious. <laughs> How do you know you don't? <laughs> well, I, I don't answer that. Well, what is it that you wouldn't? Because um, at some stage you've tried everything, I imagine, or you've had some sort of like I don't mean like you've sat down to like a meal of shit or whatever, but I'm saying right. that when you're a baby <laughs> Thank you for or not whatever, thinking. all right, or whatever, like you know, people have you know just shit has got in you, anyway, whatever it's happened, and people have gone, it's gross, don't put yeah. shit in your mouth. You know, I think that gets around pretty quickly and so I think that like I mean I bite my fingernails I quite enjoy that yeah, I, I wish I didn't yeah. like I, I really wish I didn't yeah. I've tried not to um, but uh, but you know I, I, I enjoy I enjoy the um, the fingernail biting maybe mm-hmm. maybe if another bit of you was delicious I could have a, <laughs> I could have a meal you know if my hair tasted good just, or if like uh, what are you eating there my yeah, elbow my elbow just chewing a on scab. it imagine if it's a scab so was delicious good. or whatever it's so it's like chocolatey right chocolatey elbow yeah it's a it's not a bad affliction right so I always think that I, I used to have been in my stand up about the idea that like you know being a cannibal is actually I'm like well maybe people would be delicious I don't think being a cannibal is all that horrible I don't think it would be no right? if you're starving then you should be able to eat people yeah What's and the I, big deal? I mean, it's not like... I mean... <laughs> I'm not saying... If you're starving, you should be able to eat people. What's the big deal? Yeah. <laughs> I get well, how people would say that's a big deal. Right. <laughs> but if you're starving... Right. And there's other people there... Yeah. Why don't I just eat them? But are they alive, these other people? Well, that's where things get complicated. <laughs> I mean, there's a gray area. Yeah. Are they, that's a good question. Are they alive? <laughs> I mean, what are they doing with themselves? <laughs> so if they ask them, like, they... them like a Scientology sort of IQ test, personality test beforehand, yeah. and if they're like... And then you, you get to the end and you go, well, you don't well, seem to be doing anything. No, right. Womp. <laughs> and you look delicious. So... Yeah, could you just rub this marinade on, please? Yeah, just soak in this just, for... I got a tub right. in back. I just, just need you to me, soak in that just, for a few hours. Right? 19 hours. Right, 19 hours. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then I'll ta- we'll take care of some business. <laughs> Do you yeah. think if you were lost in the, you know, in the mountains with your soccer team that, that you would eat a dead person if you were starving? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would try to cook it. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't, to... I don't think I just pick up a femur and start gnawing. Right. I, uh, no way. That no. seems primitive. That, that would be pretty That's too much. difficult because I don't right. like raw meat as it is. Well, exactly. Well, fish. Right. But, but it's not sushi. It's a person. Yeah, it's not sushi. <laughs> you make a good point. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I would, eat a, I would eat a... I might even eat myself. 
I would like to see an episode of Iron Chef where the key ingredient, the mystery ingredient, was a human being. A dude? Yeah, just like a willing volunteer. Larry. Like someone who was just like, well, you know what? Yeah, I mean. I've always wanted to be on TV. Well, there was. And a I was doing nothing else with my life. There was a German guy that, that did that. He was a volunteer cannibal, yeah, he wasn't he? phoned up another gentleman and said, hey, would you care to eat right. me? Yeah. And the guy was like, yeah, I'm into yeah, that. I love that. I mean, that seems like a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so he came over and he went, let's cook you. All right. And then, goes, and then he got in trouble, didn't he? Yeah, he got he did get in trouble. Why is that? Well, number one, he must have narked on himself because <laughs> there was no one else around to say what had happened. That's a good point. Um, yeah, uh, I think that it's illegal to eat people. <laughs> <laughs> because you don't want to, they don't, the government doesn't want to start that where people are phoning up other people and going, hey, let's do this. <laughs> like, you don't want it to become a thing. Oh, yeah, okay. I understand that. You don't want people to, like, have parties. Right, we're all going to eat Doug. Right, come on. Oh, over. you know what I did? Six. I, I watched um, the Watch. You know, uh, we were talking last episode watch. that we got together about um, uh, what movies did I watch on the plane that uh, were better than I thought they were going to be. What's the Watch? It was. A, I thought it would be terrible. What movie? From looking, what movie well, I'll explain. From looking at the trailer and you know the poster and stuff, yeah. I was like, this is going to be one of the worst films of all time, okay. and there's no way I will see this film. Yeah, it's a Ben Stiller film. Oh, where the he's watch. the neighborhood watch guys. Yeah. Uh, and Jonah Hill's in it. it and Vince Vaughn's in it. And it was a bomb. Yeah. And I just assumed that it was terrible. Yeah. And it's not terrible. Yeah. I mean, it's not brilliant. Yeah. But it's actually really entertaining. And there's a bunch of really funny lines in it. And it, you know, it just is what it is. But there's a little bit of satire. There's some fun little yeah. moments. It's a pretty broad comedy, but it's, it's, it's pretty entertaining. Yeah, it looked funny when I saw the trailer, but then it came and went and I never saw it. But there is an orgy. I'm sorry. There's an orgy in it. Like, there's, you know, neighbors who are having, like, a sex party. Oh, okay. And I always do think, you know, like, that's... Do you think that goes on? Do you think people actually do have oh, yeah, without neighborhood sex parties? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because well, when I see that in a movie or something, I always think, yeah, but, like, I don't think there really is there are Hollywood. There are Hollywood sex parties. Are there really, do you think? Yes, I know there are, because I have a friend that was invited to one. Uh, How do you get invited to a Hollywood well, sex she party? she was a producer working for, like, a big celebrity and she got invited to this thing because she's very attractive and yeah. and she I think she went or she or she found out before she went there and it was like you know people we would all know names all fucking each other how do they arrange that I don't know and I don't know how they keep like, how it quiet do you bring it maybe up they don't quiet. the rumor was always that John Stamos and his wife Rebecca right. Romaine yeah were we used to host them? That right. was always a rule. Well, they would be the perfect people, to right? Host them. Like, right? It sounds right. Yeah. If you were casting this movie, yes, they would certainly. Right. The Stamos. Yeah. yeah. They they both look like, you know, they're both hot enough to start a sex party. Yep. But also the sort of person that you're like, yeah, that's who I'm having yeah, a sex Stamos, party with. Yeah, I'm gonna go fuck some Stamos. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's a no strings attached sex party. Yeah. Like you know, he's hot. Like you know, she's hot. It works with both sides of it. They can have a sex party. What about, like, if Edward James almost was having one? Would that be... Not as much. <laughs> Not as much. Hey, which sex party are you going to tonight? Are you going to the Stamoses or... Um, or... <laughs> almost. Do you know which one you're going to hit? Because I haven't, I haven't made my choice. Uh, I might go to Quentin Tarantino's. 
I'm just going to go and snort heroin with um, William H. Macy. <laughs> no, no, well, who was it? No, not him. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Philip Seymour Hoffman. What the fuck happened there? The He's a heroin addict? There. It was so weird to just be flipping through and also a paper. And also Sorry, like, by the way, William what? H. Macy, who I've just, like, it was just the three barrels. Yeah, but he's probably in a hotel room somewhere, somewhere in Ohio with four hookers doing heroin. We don't know. Allegedly. Allegedly. We can Allegedly, say that. Allegedly, it's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Philip Seymour Hoffman just was snorting heroin. It came from out of nowhere it. for me. Me too, right? I met him once. Very nice guy. Yeah. Did I, he ask you to snort any heroin? Nobody loves comedy. Right. Oh, well, that's why he's snorting heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly making a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, now apparently he was on painkillers. That's always my thing with my hips, where like, I get offered uh, hardcore painkillers. Yeah. A lot of the time I won't take them because I know that if I had hardcore painkillers, I would take hardcore painkillers. Right. There and, was, I was at a pharmacy today, and a woman, and I was waiting in line, and the woman in front of me was like, I just, I just need my, my painkillers. And they're like, well, you already went through your allotment, and you can't yeah. get them for two more days. She goes, I need them now. And they're like, we can't do anything. And the, pharmacy, the pharmacist literally told her this news after taking two steps backwards. Yeah, right. Right? Because she's in pain. Yeah, and that person just launched over the counter. Yeah. And then the woman just like got mad and, and stormed off. But I can imagine you're in pain, you start popping them. Because Rush Limbaugh was taking 37 a day or something. I When I was in London, I had this one night where I couldn't sleep uh, because my hip was hurting so bad. And I tried, I took some sleeping pills. And I got caught in that weird in-between where like uh, my hip was keeping me awake, but the sleeping pills were yeah. trying to make me sleep. And I like scratched my eyes, and they're all yeah. red and puffy. And I was like, it was fucking terrible. Yeah. And it was one of those nights where there was part of me that was honestly considering I was in the heart of Soho and I was considering I could just walk down the street and I'm sure that I could buy heroin off someone. Yeah, you could. I could. I'm sure you and could. And I could buy some heroin yeah. and then I'd go home and I would Google how to do heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't you just ask the gentleman you buy it from? Excuse me, how do I do I this? Trust him. He's a drug how do I do dealer? this? And the guy would go, just smoke it. What are you talking about? Right. Put it in a fucking cigarette. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what I would imagine. What I would do, yeah. but like, I'd look up it and Google first. See some I mean, you're see good. What at, my options are. You're a very responsible heroin user, right? Exactly. Well, I'm only using it for pain I, relief. I, I would say, uh, uh, other, you could walk down the street and get oxycontin. I would imagine. Right. It's probably easier to get than heroin. Okay. Well, whatever. Yeah. I was thinking about getting it, and that's always what I feel about painkillers because I am in pain a bunch of the time, and I just would get used to taking them. Then you need more. Then suddenly you're snorting heroin with Philip yeah. Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. Well, and you also always hear stories of like then people get addicted and then they. And then they have to go into rehab because, you know, Chevy Chase was doing pain pills for right. two years. Once you start, it's like a Oxycontin. Have you ever done that? Hillbilly heroin. Yeah. Have you ever done it? No, never done that. Yeah, me neither. You want to do it now? Yeah. <laughs> you know, Let's get some Oxy taken and then keep doing the podcast. I'm sure, I'm sure at this hotel you can just order it. Right. Off the menu? Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful hotel. They have suede walls. Uh, yep. Which they put patterns in uh, out in the hallways. Yes, and, and what did I you did do? draw a dick and balls, on the <laughs> which I do. And, you, and then you did it to show me right. what you had done before. So you've yeah. done it more than once. He'd be like, "He's back." I'll get I'll get the records together. <laughs> like, it'll, it'll be a computer program that comes up and shows that I was actually here during that time. <laughs> and they I, walk by and they go, "There's no veins in it, so it wasn't Charlie Clausen." Right. <laughs> <laughs> I um, uh, Joel Madden. Uh, the uh, singer 
Oh yes, Kuchala. The, yeah. Is he? Is that a, is that's not an Australian band, right? That's an American band. They're American, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Uh, also, the uh, subject of one of the greatest and most concise jokes I've ever heard in my entire life. Really? Now, I'm not saying this is the funniest joke I've ever heard, uh-huh. but you know, I just love a joke that gets the job done in the minimum amount yeah. of like time you could yeah. have possibly made the joke that it made. Yeah. I know it's old school and hacky now, but take my wife. Please, yeah, is such an efficient, uh, just a beautifully efficient joke. Because all you need to know about that guy and their relationship is in that joke. It's fucking five words, and it take my wife four fucking yeah. words yeah and you get the whole sense of what it is it's got a set up set up like punchline yeah. it just fucking gets the job done no that's know? why Stuart Lee always talks about that joke that uh, I, I don't know the name of the guy who does it but it's just a guy who walks on stage and goes a lot of people always say to me get out of my garden <laughs> <laughs> and that's just like you know how many words is that it's brilliant uh, yeah uh, so um, I always remember Chris Rock hosting the um, oh, it was one of the music awards. Yeah. He was doing the MTV awards or one of those sort of things. And he, uh, uh, the joke was, "Good Charlotte, bad Green Day." That's <laughs> 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 just like that's just so fucking efficient. Holy shit! And it shit. says everything you need to know about yeah, like those really bands good. and their relationship. I don't think I've heard a joke. joke with fewer words. It's right, fucking on point, and just gets the job done, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I think that's just such a good joke. But anyway, Good Charlotte, I've, I've never really been into their music. It's no. poppy, you know, no. sort of yeah, thing. It's not but my thing. but uh, Joel Madden, uh, who's one of the Madden brothers, he's the more famous one. Benji's the other His one. brother makes the shoes, Steve. Yeah, <laughs> Benji. His name's Benji. What about Steve? He makes the shoes. Oh, uh, Steve. Yeah, okay, right. Yeah. Steve Madden, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he makes the shoes. I really wanted you to hear that. <laughs> I said it twice. <laughs> right. And then I worked my way through it like a retarded Sherlock Holmes. Am I allowed to say retarded? I'm not sure. I hope that's not offensive. Of course it is. Someone's always offended somewhere. Right. So um, he got in trouble this week in Australia because he's a, a judge on the television show The Voice. Oh, he's a judge. Yeah. So he's, With that, Seal. he's your Adam Levine? He's our Adam Levine. I'm, and I'm Seal, sorry. not the one from The Butter, the right. musical artist Seal. I prefer The Butter one. Right. He also makes his own butter. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'm in. Uh, in fact, there's a, a, from his nipples. There's a great no. There's a great YouTube clip of um, Seal on the first season of The Voice because they're in their chair that has the back to the singers, yeah. right? And so he gets really into it and he starts making these hand motions, oh. and it really just looks like he's enjoying it so much that he's masturbating in the chair. <laughs> like it, it was on the soup. <laughs> it's not often an Australian TV show gets on the soup. <laughs> Seal masturbating did. <laughs> That's his seal butter. Um, but he, um, so Joel Madden got busted in Australia for. Um, okay, you say that you say that that way, but the story I read was crazy. Okay, well, tell us what from your well, perspective. For, was... From my perspective, I read that that the police just came into his hotel room and searched it, right, top to bottom, to yes. find pot. Like they were 
told there was pot there. They were tipped off by the maids. They went there. The housekeeping that, staff. Okay. Which fuck makes me it. fucking Holy panic, by the fuck, way. Because fuck you, housekeeping please staff. Please never. I'm never going to get my rooms what, cleaned what, ever what again. What fucking, like, do you know how much damage this, you just this, did to your hotel? The secret of hotels is you don't fucking talk about what happens in hotels. No, you should. That's I what should, you're paying for. I'm not you should be able to walk in, maid, and see just blood covering my walls and go, I didn't see anything. There's tiny alcohol and I can, de- there's pornography. Yeah. We know what happens here. Yes. Why have you got, like, seriously, you've got shampoo, conditioner, and hand lotion. Are people that, it, you're, you're, come on. You're begging come me on to do purple. something like that. Seriously. You're begging me. Who needs hand lotion? So, and the other thing is, it was in a container. So this made. Right. Oh, has it opened something? Had to open Fuck something. That. You can't do that. So this person was, yeah. maybe, but maybe this person just doesn't like good Charlotte. Right. Well, who does? Well, now right. we know. Now we know, don't we? <laughs> It made me like Good Charlotte. It made me think that Joel Madden was a bit cooler. Right. Uh, it's in, well, so he had to check into another hotel, which right. is hilarious to me. Yes. That that's like, all right, all right, we've had enough of you. Go across the street. He did, but it did. It just fucking pissed me off because I was like, here's the thing that shits me. Australia is the highest per capita use of cannabis in the entire world. Yeah. So the fucking hypocrites. No, your country is made for pot smoking. Right. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Australia. We smoke pot here, and we should be fine with that. Yeah. But we're not. We have this weird sort of like no one's smoking pot. We shouldn't talk about pot. Everyone who's smoking pot's a loser. When fucking half the people are smoking pot. But if you're, if you're smoking a joint on the street and a cop walks up, do they arrest you or fine you, or do they just go, put that out? Uh, I think you're probably getting in a little bit of trouble for smoking one on the street. Yeah. I've run into some people in London who said they were smoking a joint in the park, and the cops really just came up and said, just do it at home. Oh, okay. Do yeah. it at home and none of us have to yeah. Yeah, be going through what we're going through right now. Yeah. And in Australia, you'd certainly, like, he's not getting, you know, he'll get a caution or whatever. Like, it, was, it wasn't enough. You know, you're not going to probably get a criminal record for a few grams of weed. Right. Whoever you are in Australia. I think it was but, five. Yeah, five grams of weed, which is not. No, it's not a huge not amount. Not heaps of weed. No. Like, you know. So, and look at him. He's a fucking rock star. You know, like, seriously. supposed to be smoking pot. Right. It is not. I feel... You're supposed to let your rock stars get away with shit. Right. Because they're rock stars. I mean, I guess it is very hypocritical. But here's the thing. This is what we've all agreed on. We've all decided that we like all that music and enjoyed all that art. So we've agreed that we're allowed to let, you know... Yeah. People... We made that compact. Well, if, if none of you had listened to the Beatles albums or, uh-huh. you know, if none of you... Had, yeah, that's the thing. All these people right? making the laws have listened yeah. to a lot of music that people were high. Yeah, a lot of And them. why do you care? Who gives a shit? Why do you care? But more than that, why does the fucking maid care? Right. That, to me, is crazy. It's crazy. Because, number one, it's it. no matter what you think, it is bad publicity for your hotel. Because oh, people because, who smoke pot are not going to stay at your hotel. But also people who want to do anything that people right. do in hotels. Right. Apart from being businessmen. You're Pretty talking much about everything that uh, people do in hotels other than that is something yeah. that, like, you know, people fuck in hotels. People, people, people go have there to in fuck. hotels. Yes. And people eat food they shouldn't eat while watching G.I. Joe in hotels. People eat people. People eat people. People eat people in hotels. Yes. Yeah, fuck. The, the last thing you want... You know, if, if hotels a, could narc on you... I remember having a party at the Western in Melbourne where I invited 20 of my friends back after a big night out and we ordered 20 fucking dressing gowns mm-hmm. and then we were all having baths together and then the girls decided they wanted to watch porn but they couldn't get the porn to work on the TV so I demanded that someone would come up and put the porn on for the girls because I was in the bath mm-hmm. and... 
the next morning I went down to uh, like you know to the checkout and I was a bit sheepish about the fact that we had probably were you and Led Zeppelin in that in a manner that probably wasn't appropriate and they clapped me. And I was like, I'm always going to stay at this hotel. You're a great hotel, but I'm happy to name you. That may be your best story ever. Right. You may, you may never have a better one. I was so much fun. I loved it. I mean, ordering someone to come up and turn on the porn yeah. from the tub is I enjoyed pretty... the fact that we were all in dressing gowns. So, and they're yeah. fine with it. They just brought them. Yeah. That's a good hotel. That is a very good hotel. Right. I would have you arrested. Well, right. Yeah, think about that. Well, I will. When I leave here... I will, I will think about that. When I leave here, I'm calling the cops. <laughs> well, Joel Madden, it's like... It's so weird for me because obviously when I'm here in LA that I can legally buy the product that he's getting in trouble. Yeah, you got for your having. you got your med card, right? You get my med card and yeah. it's legal for me to have it. And, and if he, you and if you're smoking pot here the cops go, just Right. Don't not If you're smoking pot in LA, no one gives a shit. No one gives a shit. Well there are some people who give a shit. <laughs> there you know, they are trying to get the there are people trying to get the pot places shut down. Yeah, why? Fuck if I know. You know, there, there, there was, people? there was a, pl- a police. Okay, number one, our prison unions are very strong, and they're huge employers. And anytime anything comes up that can send people to prison, right. they all support it and put money behind people voting for it to get more people in prison. Because I mean, I think jobs. that's what makes the society as great. It's job it's creation. Putting people in prison. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, so there's that, and then obviously cops want it because it creates cop jobs. So the co- the police unions are behind it, right? And so er, a couple of years ago, when all these pot places started opening up, they someone put out a report saying that crimes are going up around these places, right? And then UCLA did a study and and discovered crime is not going up around those places, but no. they but people still use that as a thing, even though it's a complete fabrication. So they're trying to get it shut down everywhere. Like, it's like one of those things. I don't want that near where the school. Like, who gives a shit if it's near? Well, it what they matter. should realize is, you know, it's all about fucking jobs. It's all about jobs. If they yeah. let more people smoke pot, those people don't, won't want to have jobs. They just want to stay at home and lay on the couch. So two birds, one stone. America, two birds, one stone. That's so true. <laughs> no one ever does. I mean, I think but that isn't ever that Because he lives in America. Now, I'm sure he knows in Australia you're not allowed to smoke pot, right? But what I'm saying is he lives in L.A., John right. Madden, right? Right. Where most of the time smoking pot is something that people would do at a party. People have prescriptions. People can go and buy it legally. You can have someone come to your house and deliver it. Right. It's fine. Mm. Like, this is, you know, that's where he is from. Yeah. And he's in a hotel room smoking pot by himself. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, because I use it to to sleep, and I really do. And if I'm in a place where I can't use it, I find it a lot harder to sleep. And yeah. I think, well, it's medicine, and I actually get it as medicine. Yeah. But I'm in countries where they're like, no, you can't have your medicine. Right. And he's like, Like, well, if you went to, what, Bali, you'd be... Right. We're going to put you in prison for your medicine. <laughs> Forever. Yeah. Yeah. So... I'm not into that. Well, that's a that's that bums out your high. <laughs> Doesn't it? It really harshes your mellow. If I can use some 70s language, it harshes your mellow. I do wonder sometimes, you know, with the pot thing, that, you know, and that's kind of why I wanted to take advantage of it while it's happening, is I wonder if it will all just get shut down again. You know, like that, you know, well, and, and it'll be that thing where it won't, and this will be the time where people were like, hey, you, remember when you, know, pot the, was, yeah. there was, you know, there was a time where, like, 
cocaine was in stuff. <laughs> Wait, we'd, be, we'd, be, we'd be living through those times. You know, you'd always hear about, oh, you know, coke used to have cocaine. Uh, yeah, like, coke oh my used God. to have cocaine. You remember right. the marijuana pops? Yeah. <laughs> they sold them at 7-Eleven? Yeah, marijuana pops. Right. So we could, you know... You might be because, you know, they, they just passed a law, so all the thousands of pot shops are about to go down to 145. Wow. Yeah. So, and that's starting, like, now, like, in the next couple of months. So I did notice that my pot shop that I go to seems to be low on stock, so maybe they're one they're of They're being the, shut down. Fuck, man. Got to get a new pot store. Do you have to that's pay right. a membership? How does it work? No, no, you don't have to. You, you just, just have to be in, registered. You show them your card at the door? You have to show them your card and your address, like, because you need to be on the on the system. So you have to be registered to your pot shop. So for most people, that's fine, because they'll have a California ID. So they just show you. Uh-huh. If you showed your pot thing and your California ID, yeah. I think you'd be fine. But yeah. for me, because I don't have a California ID, normally I have to show my like, rental agreement or whatever. <laughs> That's amazing. So what will you do if your pot store gets shut down? Well, I'll just go to another one. I can go to another one. But you don't have a rental. You would have, you show them your hotel bill? How well, does that work? Hopefully by then I will have a new residence. Oh. Well, this is, we're finding out all kinds of things now, aren't we? <laughs> well, I don't know what my deadline is, but I'm, I want to, you know, imagine, because it could be that. It could just be that time where, oh, do you remember how everything went mental for a while? Yeah. And, like, you were able to smoke pot? How yeah. good was those days? <laughs> That's kind well, it's never going to change because you know what you can do? You can also use L.A. Speedweed, which is, a, they just deliver it to you. Right. I, I wonder how that works. I suppose they just... I talked to the guy who owns the place. Yeah. Apparently it works great. Like. <laughs> <laughs> they have delivery men. You know, they got their big warehouse or whatever it is. You call it up. They just drive it over. It's that simple. I met um, the guy from it because I was doing a podcast. Well, yeah. Um, he has a podcast uh, and studio. It, and I was, uh, yeah, and he brought in all these, like, you know, samples and shit. Yeah. That we ate during the podcast. I did have one, <laughs> and uh, it, it destroyed me. Because I don't really smoke pot, so I was like, right. so my wife's like, well, let's eat, let's eat them, and so we both had some, and it was a chocolatey thing, and uh, it just got, it, I was floored, and I was like, oh, that's right, that's why I don't do this, because I can't do anything when I'm hot. I'm, I might um, end up turning uh, part of this story into stand-up, uh, but I went to the, uh, it was the, uh, where they do the, uh, what's it called, the Griffith Observatory, where they do the... The planetarium The planetarium thing, thing yeah. right? All right, man. And it was uh, like a history of the, you know, the, the universe. That's the show that yeah, I like. Yeah, they talk yeah, about, yeah. you know, where we are in the universe yeah. and how small we are in the universe. This is like and, high school for me right now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but I love it. And I yeah. lay there and it, like... So oh, I, when like, you're high, there's nothing better right. than that. Yeah. And just watching, like, and it's on the roof. But yeah. it looks like the universe yeah. and you're learning stuff yeah, but well. not much because you're hot <laughs> which means you can go back and do it again and try to learn something more you just sit there and everyone's like Jupiter but the overwhelming thing is you, you realise how accidental and insignificant we are in, in yes. the universe yes. and you also realise a very fascinating thing is that it, a lot of the things that we believe are just theories and mm-hmm. people can believe something for 1500 years and then horseshit and then it turns out it's just not true yeah and for 1,500 years, this person was a fucking hero. Yeah. That everyone was like, look at him. Let's name a building after him. He That's fucking right. worked out this thing. And it turned out he was just fucking full of shit. Totally full of shit. Totally full of he shit. He thought he had it, and he convinced everyone because right. he was a good speaker, but nope. No, and generations did well out of him being fucking full of shit. Yeah. Generations. Generations. When I was learning about uh, plate tectonics right, in college, I was a geology major at the time. 
And then the guy said, and then Mexico, you know, form. I go, where did Mexico come from? He goes, oh, that just sort of formed. I go, what do you mean? Well, Mexico didn't, it like, it didn't, it did, like, it didn't fit the, like, they didn't have an, an actual answer for Mexico. Right. I don't know if they've worked it Is out it since. Was it racist? No, it's not racist. <laughs> oh, yeah, <cool. laughs> Are you alleging racism? I said, where did Mexico come from? And they and the guy said, who gives a shit? Oh. No, I didn't say that. Uh, so, so that's one of those things where you're like, well, there's a little bit of a crack in your theory. So maybe years down the line, they'll right. be like, play tectonics is fucking ridiculous. Remember when we thought that was true? Like all that shit, you can't actually, it's a theory. You can't actually say plate tectonics is a thing. And then if you went back and got all the, my mom was like, hey, do you want the encyclopedias from you when you were a kid? What? And I was like, no, it's to like compare fiction. Them to the things we actually know. <laughs> it's like complete fiction. Right. Yeah. So all those things can just be blown up. That's why they're theories. Yeah, so there is an overwhelming feeling of this. So I've gone up with the friend, and so afterwards I'm full of philosophical. Like I'm like, yeah. you know, when we realise how you know, small we are in the nature of the universe and how accidental our lives are, then what are we here for? What is the purpose of our life? How do we find meaning? What are we meant to be doing? Yeah. And she just looked at me and she goes, I don't know, just chilling. <laughs> Just chilling, and that's why we eat people, right? She would you know, be delicious. She would be delicious. Yeah, would be I delicious. think that uh, they see that person leads a, a much better life than the person who's asking all the questions. Oh, I absolutely agree with you. I absolutely agree with that you. person. Is much. She was fine. She was like just She's chilling. Like, just, we're just on. hanging here, man. Yeah, we're just chilling. We're little things. Like it's a good philosophy. Out. You could actually that could be a philosophy. Yeah, just chilling. Just chilling. Yeah, cool. Why is that not in, in any of the history books? Right. How did people get here? They're just, yeah, they're chilling. just chilling and they just stumbled in. Someone had bongos and it was a party, right? <laughs> and a didgeridoo and right, Matthew can... McConaughey was playing right. drums. He was twirling fire and <laughs> playing drums. <laughs> and everyone's like, this is a party, right, Matty? Shouldn't, go. shouldn't every time you go to a beach, Matthew McConaughey be there twirling fire? I feel like it should be. <laughs> I feel like it should be. And I feel like he would be fine with that. If there's anyone we can ever clone, that would be him. And I feel like he would be a simple thing to clone. Yeah, you really know, you don't easy. Feel like it. And also, if you know, like sometimes with clones, you, the feeling is that the, the the copy might not be as you know smart as the original. Yeah, but like, who off. is going to notice? no? Yeah, as long as they all have their shirts off, yeah. <laughs> and they can all play bongos, and he's just smiling, playing bongos, and occasionally getting up and twirling fire. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I like it. I've got ideas. Yeah. No, I do. You do, man. Oh, I was gonna, so in the last podcast, I wanted to talk to you about the movie The Purge, and we started talking yes. about the concept of it. That's right. We went into... That's, that, now, that's terrific. We went into the idea behind how it was thought up, which is Star Trek. Right. Uh, and an episode of that called Red Hour, and then we never talked about it again, did no, we? No. We went on to a journey into darkness. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. And uh, so, basically, uh, the movie um, Ethan Hawke, isn't it? And you know if he's in it that they've asked 85 other people. <laughs> <laughs> Who've all said, no, the script's not good. <laughs> and then they went to Ethan Hawke, and he went, I don't want to do electric cigarette commercials, so yes. Yeah, I still have a soft spot for Ethan Hawke for yeah. reasons that 
you know, oh. I can't really... For reality bites and having sex with Uma Thurman reasons... Okay, fair enough. I feel like that's enough for someone to do to yeah. get my respect. Yeah, that's fine. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I thought maybe it would be... I, th- I thought the idea was really strong. Yeah. I thought you could make a lot of social commentary about the idea yes. of... Yeah, yeah, if you deepen it, then right. it would be a good film. I mean, you can imagine it being like a Philip K. Dick story about someone, like, you know, in the future where yeah. it's, it's like, you know, they have this, you know, 12 hours, and how do you rationalize it? And yeah. what, what is it about people? But the whole project is so... The, the plot points in this thing are so ridiculous because none of the characters actually do feel like they get anything good out of it. And, they, you know, it does seem all just fucked up and neighbours are trying to kill each other. And the world seems worse, why, to be honest. Why are neighbours trying to kill each other? Well, because on the night of the purge, there's 12 hours uh-huh. where in that time you can do whatever the fuck you like. You can right. break any law. And it turns out that most people have decided that that means that they will hunt and kill people. And they get out of their system and it's legal. And so basically they hunt and kill poor people so again a really Why, interesting idea but wouldn't poor people be hunting and killing rich people yeah but they don't have weapons and stuff oh okay right yeah. and, and when I say poor like homeless people and oh they, okay and so because the whole idea is that crime's down and even at the start they touch on a couple of these things where you're like this could be interesting so there's people on the radio and stuff debating on whether the reason that crimes are down and that is because we're actually killing off poor people and and people saying the purge isn't about you know keep releasing this thing it's about getting rid of the yeah you know, the shit members of society so uh-huh. that we can all have this and you know so there's genuinely interesting, interesting yeah. themes and topics that yeah. could have gone into and then it becomes just really quickly the most boring, horrible, predictable, non-thrilling thriller. Does it I've become ever... about a house invasion? Yeah, about a house invasion. It's because of money. They couldn't spend the money to make it bigger, so they made it smaller. But it's, it's ridiculous. So, okay, but you could still write a good version of that because as you, you could definitely write a good version of it. So there's there's the spoilers. Yes. Yeah, so Although spoilers. we gave spoilers in the and we yeah. said spoilers in the last podcast right. and then we never talked about. Uh, okay. It. Well, this is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and if you are going to go and see The Purge, then go and see The Purge. Anyway, there's a kid. He's he's nerdy and he um, has a computer robot thing that will come back. You know from the first time you see this little video camera fucking computerized oh, yeah. robot, you're like, oh, great. Here we go. Great. Fucking number five comes alive. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't know this was going to be fucking Home Alone. Like, seriously, it's going to be a series of gadgets. <laughs> And a kid's going to foil or fucking murder us. Seriously. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That's not what I want. Um, and, you know, but he lets, you know, this person into the house. And then there's these young kind of, you know, charismatic in masks. Wait, murderers. who lets someone into the house right. when the purge is happening? Well, you don't. And a who, fucking nerd kid would know that. Right. He's seen all the shit on the internet. Right. And his shit parents should have obviously told him or not fucking walked out of the room and left the kid alone on the night of the fucking purge because shit can go wrong. Just fucking keep your eyes on your kid for 12 fucking hours during the purge. Is that hard? Is it? Will you please watch your kids during the during purge? The purge. That's all we ask. All we ask. Don't leave them in their own fucking room with a remote control that can open the security system that protects you from the fucking purge. You, if if I have a remote control that from a security system that protects me from the purge, it's with me. It's not with my fucking kids. Right. It's not with anybody else. And it's locked in a goddamn safe or something. Exactly. Because it's there to protect me from the purge. The purge. As a matter of fact, there shouldn't even be a remote control to no. protect, protect me from the purge. There should be a keypad on a wall in a safe that I can punch. It was a keypad of sorts. Right. But it, still, the, the number was not complicated enough. The kid fucking knew it. I don't know why the kid needs to know the fucking security system number. Is he, he like, a rebel, this kid? Is he uh, angry at his parents? No. 
But I was angry at him. Like, you know, in a movie sometimes well, yeah, you're fuck like... that kid. Because they, they kept loving him too. And, he, like, you know, during the, you know, his dad would always be like, I love you and I'm sorry this is happening. I was like, he's, he's fault. It's his fault. Happening. It's all him. He fucking let him in. Don't let him get... You're too soft on him. That was one of the messages. Then... Does uh, the kid die? No. Well, that's sad. One of them dies. I won't give that away because that's too much of well, a the spoiler. Mother. But one of them dies. Um, there th- is that only there are only three? And there's an adult daughter whose boyfriend's in the house. He sneaks in the house so they can like have sex, ah. like you know, during the. Fucking I mean, 12 what hours else would you do during the purge? Right. I can't wait twelve hours to to fuck. Jesus, this, but yeah, it, it's all horseshit. But it, what it turns out, Dave, is that he hasn't snuck into the house Uh-oh. to uh, have sex with the daughter. What? Because the dad doesn't approve of the boyfriend, so he's snuck in the house to uh, come downstairs and uh, murder the dad. Oh. Right. Which seems like, uh, to me, like, the daughter quite likes her dad. Like, I'm going to have their troubles. Right. It's going to cause problems in the relationship. I feel like later on, even though it feels like it's solving something now, dude, I feel like eventually she's going to hold against you the fact that... you No, maybe you can't. Maybe you can't have... <laughs> you can't maybe. even hold a grudge to the <laughs> No laws and no grudges. Well, you heard it. You they, can't bring this up again later. Or they, Because that will spoil the purge. Or they can if you're always a, going on about, you know how you murdered that person on the purge? Don't bring it up. It's the purge. What guys, happens on hey, the purge? what are you saying? Yes, stays on the yes, purge. I stabbed your father in the face. Right. Well, there's going to be a sequel called The Grudge. <laughs> in which people just hold grudges. <laughs> For what happened during the purge? <laughs> oh man! So yeah, um, one of them gets killed. Uh, anyway, so there's two intruders. So the, you know, anyway, the, something there's happens. an inside intruder and an outside intruder. Right. It's just, and then there's a charismatic gang who are trying to kill the homeless. But I don't really know why they just care about this person so much. Like that, they break into the house. They just how is the how is the charismatic gang? By the way, I love a charismatic gang. Right. How are they? They're overly charismatic though. Like the guy's yeah. like, you know what? If they make another Batman movie, I could be the Joker. <laughs> like he's seriously chewing the fucking scenery. They're all wearing masks to protect their identity, but he takes his off because clearly he's like, even if it had been in the script that this guy had a mask on, you could tell this actor would have been like, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm playing this without the mask. <laughs> People need to see my beautiful face. So, number one, I can tell you how I would have made this movie. Right. I would have basically remade The Warriors. I would have tried to... I would have had a, a someone have to get from point A to point B. Right. Uh, but oh, number, yeah, right. But, during the purge. Yeah, during the purge. Yeah. But number two, how is how is the gang related to the family house situation. They're not. It's just they, they're chasing the homeless guy that they let in. So the charismatic gang want to kill oh, the, the homeless guy. Oh, the homeless guy. guy gets in the house. Yeah. How does the homeless guy get in the house? Because the a kid opens the emergency thing so, and the so, homeless guy comes so, in. <laughs> you say that like it's so matter of fact. Well, that's what happened. Yeah, but but... So, so no one was trying to get in. Oh, beforehand, in. don't get me wrong. I would have thought that was implausible. As well. <laughs> but having seen the film. So no one was trying to get in before the homeless guy came in. No, 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 no. This was the homeless guy that they were chasing. So then the kid lets the homeless guy in. And, and then the, the, the gang, charismatic like, gang. like, let the homeless guy out. Like, let the homeless guy out. He's our target for the purge. And, you know, we're all in the purge together. And you've got to let him out. And then the family has an ethical dilemma. Whereby they're like, again, which could have made for interesting viewing. But mm-hmm. they didn't. They just tried to kill people in the house. But, you know, the idea that they're like, well, we've got this guy inside now. Even if we do subscribe to the purge for the good of this thing. Now that we have to let this 
this guy out into the world, you know, then like that is a moral dilemma. And yeah, like, but how do you reconcile that? But they didn't even do that. But they even that, even, that. even that is something you've seen in a million different. Like that's right. that's been in every movie almost. I think that was in The Sound of Music. Like that's just a common thing. <laughs> I've never seen The Sound of Music, but I think that's one of the things. Have you never seen The Sound of Music? No. Really? No. Musical. Okay. I know what it's about. This is... All right, well, this is what I would love you to do. Could you please, having never seen The Sound of Music... I've heard I should watch it. Explain... No, could you just explain to me now what you believe the plot of The Sound of Music, the film is? I'm pretty sure it's... I would like... Because I just love the idea of, like... Because you... Over the years, you've seen references uh-huh. to it. You've uh-huh. seen parodies of it. Yeah. You've seen everything about it, but you haven't seen it. I'm pretty so sure. So explain to me what the plot of the sound. I'm pretty music sure a lady is. uses music uh, in singing to stop the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> Did I nail it? <laughs> I mean, that's part of it. That's all part of it. That's, that's part of all it. of it. No, that's part of it. She moves in with a family and then she's a nun. Oh, shit. Who's not very good at... Well, she's, she turns out she ends up not being very good at being a nun. Okay. Because she... Uh, Is fucking? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you said that in a way that, that makes me want not want to be in a hotel room with you. <laughs> could you. Could you please put on this habit? <laughs> It's got one of the greatest lines of all time, which is quite the, the big famous line, which is, uh, there are some things in my life I can't face. What is it you can't face? Uh, which is one of the more beautiful... Because a nun basically says, what is it you can't face on oh. in the movie? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's very... Like, it's one of those things that, it, like, it is genuinely hilarious when you say it. Yeah. Like, when you see a nun say, what is it you can't face? Yeah. You're like, okay. Yeah. They let that in. All nuns they just say that. Right. Sure. Yeah. Um, so she goes to this family to look after the children. Yeah. The children are delightful and can sing. Mm-hmm. The Von Trapp family. Yeah. And uh, then she uses music to stop the Nazis. <laughs> See? It's, uh, I knew it! And then they fly away in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I got it. I got the whole fucking thing down. And then there's a purge. <laughs> they, they fly away. <laughs> Hollywood is very good at destroying movie ideas. Right. Like, they will almost always pick the thing that is the worst way to do it. Almost always. They put a um, female character in the new Hobbit film, and Hobbit people are very angry. Uh, Well, it's... Why? Well, because they wanted a female character in it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yep. Uh, there's what only is, one, so I think. Is and she hanging out with the Yeah, group? I think she's like, a, she's like a hot hobbit. She's like um, Lady oh, Smurf. she is she's a like hobbit. I think. Maybe. She looks hobbity. Well, I will say that the first Hobbit movie was fucking terrible. Terrible. This one's... They've added a wacky sidekick chick. Is it? Now is and it... And it's Kate from Lost. It, it's that actress. Is it really? Yeah. There are... Th- are there three Hobbit Which is movies? weird, because her boyfriend... Um, Jack? Uh, Dominic Monaghan. Sawyer. <laughs> IRL day. IRL. Dominic Monaghan was also he was a hobbit in the the Lord of the Rings. He was a hobbit. Yeah, that's right. I wonder if they're gonna make a little hobbit baby. Little hobbit babies. Yeah. Oh my god. 
You'd that imagine they'll oh, have to dress up at least one night in their respective be, Hobbit gear and fucking Hobbit fuck. That would be so fucking great if Hobbits came into existence. Right. Because those two had sex in their Hobbit costumes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how the first Hobbit was born. What if someone came Can to you? Can you imagine how excited Comic-Con would be about that? What if someone came to you and okay, said... sure. Who is this person? Uh, they're, they're a scientist. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah, okay. Great. Scientist comes to you and says... Why are you guys lying about climate change? <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry. <laughs> Wait, all of a sudden we're talking to my dad. <laughs> so, we get a knock at your door. Yep. Scientist comes. There's a woman behind him. All right, great. She's short. Love it. How Scientist short? How short? She's 4'10". Short. Yeah, she's short. Yeah. Scientist says, we've been going through DNA sequences. Yeah. And we've discovered... That hobbits used to exist. Yep. And there are only two people on Earth who, if they make a baby, will create a hobbit. Okay. This is Gloria. Right. The other one's you. <laughs> what do you do? I say G. L. O. R. Ah. I would do it like that too. No, I'd, right. <laughs> Just so people can remember the moment and laugh. <laughs> I, mean, I would love to fuck someone to produce a hobbit. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even that interested in Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like, I'm not even a fan. Would you cheat on your wife? Like, if you had a wife, would you cheat on your wife to make a hobbit? I don't know. How nice is my wife to me? Pretty nice. you got a pretty great wife. Mm. Uh, see, now. You, well, you would... Could I bring it up with my wife? Would yeah. she be cool with that? Like, how cool is she? I would don't she know. be cool with me fucking a woman to produce a hobbit? Does she like the Lord of the Rings? <laughs> <laughs> Honey, first, before we have this conversation, I right. want you to read this book. Yeah, read this really cool book. It's going to be tough. There's a, so lot of, there's a lot of stuff you got to... There's a lot about trees. All right, first read this one first. Okay, yeah. <laughs> this, this one's shorter. The movies will be longer, but no, the book is don't, shorter. Don't, don't read the smellion. That, no. <laughs> that's too much. Uh, I wonder if I would... Yeah, that would be a hard conversation to bring up with your wife if you really were in a good relationship. I don't think it would be. I, I think that if it's, it's so unusual that you'd be like, you never fucking believe what someone said to me today. I wish you'd been here. Right, I wish you'd been here. Because this guy like, came to the door. this is just... And then see how they react to it. Yeah. And, and she'd be like... Yeah, because she okay. might be like, well, did you get their details or anything? Are you going to talk about it more? Are you going to think... And you'd be like... Oh, well, maybe she's not you left completely against the idea. I mean, do you, would you like to... I mean, here's the thing. I don't want to do anything that you don't want me to do. Right. You're the most important thing to me. But, like, I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is something that... This I might, mean, it's for science. This might be the way the world is supposed for to go. So, I mean, maybe, maybe hobbits are the key. Right. I mean, you know, maybe that's... Maybe this is my destiny. Maybe... Maybe I I am Hobbit maker. <laughs> maybe maybe that. <laughs> no, you're right. It is a very very uncomfortable conversation. <laughs> I would just say, look, look. You know how much I enjoy the Hobbit, right? And Lord of the Rings. Yeah, you know they're. I really grew up with them. I grew up with them. They're a big part of my life. Big books to me. Yeah. And you know how we always joke about second breakfast. 
Like, I think second breakfast is hilarious. Mm. And sometimes I will eat second breakfast and yeah. then we'll laugh about it because I enjoy second breakfast. Right. I'm, I'm, now I'm, you're losing me a little. Maybe the reason that I enjoy second breakfast right. is because there's something inherently in me that's Hobbit related. Right. Today, a guy came to the door, scientist. It's okay. It's a, to our door. Yes. How did he well, get he, the address? He, he, he specifically found right. us. It's weird. There's a project in which okay. because the, they've they've found that there is a hobbit gene that hobbits used to exist. That seems unusual. Did you just trust this guy? Did he have any he supporting had credentials. documentation? He had credentials. He was from a, the science place. Right. The place. Did he have of, a card? Or yeah, he was from the place of science. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. Well, I suppose I can't argue with that. <laughs> those credentials are impeccable. And he had a woman with him. Okay. Right. Wow. Who has a lot of hobbit genes within her? Right. He brought her to the door. Yes. He didn't. Think that it would be wise just to come and approach us with you first? No, he wanted me to meet her. He's like, he wanted to see. He wanted me to see her. Right. She's cute. Could he have not brought photos or something? Yeah, but I think in person. When you say cute, do you mean like she's cute because she's a hobbit, or do you mean like cute as in you find her attractive? A little bit of both. Right. A little bit of both. Okay, that's so interesting. So he explained to me, and yeah. he had a lot of documentation. Right. Uh, that I have, I am the male with the most hobbit genes on earth. Did you invite him in, or was he at the table? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I invited he, him in. They, they had a cup of tea or something? And they, second breakfast, yeah. Hey? <laughs> okay, it's, I mean, this is unusual. Because I was eating second breakfast. Okay, well, I mean, it would have been rude to... Uh, right. Yeah, all right. right. Uh, and, uh, and then after she took off her shoes, we talked. Right. And... Um, it turns out that if her and I make a baby, right. it'll be the it will be more Hobbit than not Hobbit, and it'll be the return of the Hobbit species. Right. So it's, it's a very fascinating story. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. It is a fascinating yeah. story. Yeah. So uh, what happened? What happened? Well, what they happened gave then? me their they gave me their information. Uh, Said I talked to you. You've, what, uh, you, you would talk to me about... Yeah, just, you know, it's an interesting thing. What, so you're saying that you would like to sleep, I mean, with, it, sleep with another person? I mean... Is that what you're saying? Not I mean, want, I thought we were want, very happy. Want is I an interesting we were word. Very happy. Want is an interesting word. I, it's not want. Okay. I don't want to what do this. What are you saying, then? I think that it's almost incumbent upon me, right. and, it's, and it would almost be... What's the brutally fascist to destroy the Hobbit? Race, which is what I'd be doing. Oh, so you're saying that if you don't have sex with this uh, person, that yeah. it's effectively Hobbit genocide. Yeah. That you would be Hobbit Hitler. Yeah. Well, I guess we can't be having that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's... She's I a good can, woman. You're in a good relationship. I can guarantee you there's no <laughs> situation in which my wife ever says, well, I guess we can't be having that. <laughs> that involves me having sex with someone else. Hobbit or not. Hobbit or no. 
Uh, Dave Anthony's album is called Shame Chamber. You can uh, get it on iTunes or Bandcamp. Yes. You should download that album, particularly if you're in Australia and you'd like to see Dave come out and perform at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. If people buy his album and you know the Comedy Festival sees that there's a big audience for him, True. then that will help that. Yes. Also, you being funny will help that. Oh, well, yeah. Right, so There's some that. of it's in your core, hopefully, is hopefully what I'm saying. Part of it. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully there's other reasons to buy is it. An, it, is it, it isn't all up to these people. They cannot <laughs> yeah. have that responsibility. Yeah. I mean, it's not. you're not buying it as like a chore. Right, hopefully not. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be in Montreal at the Just for Last Festival, and then I'm in Washington, D.C. I'll put all the details on willanderson.com.au. You can find me on Twitter, will underscore Anderson. Dave is at Dave Anthony. Yes. Uh, walk in the room, of course. You can listen to Dave. Dave's dollop, not Dave's dollop, it's the dollop, dollop mm-hmm. with Dave Anthony. Yep. Yep. Uh, you, you can listen to that. Yep. Uh, if you like the idea of a man shouting at himself in a room. Yeah. I think a lot of people do. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't? Uh, if you like uh, Tofop or Fofop, you can uh, put things on Tofop quotes on Twitter and Tumblr. We always appreciate that. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you could rate the show on iTunes, it keeps us up the top of the charts. Uh, thank you so much for listening, Dave. Thank you. Flip up.